Hey everyone, Michelle Seidling here with another episode of Food Experience Unplugged. Today we'll explore the relationship between self-kindness and mental health. Here to help us do that is Ruth Hultquist, the owner and creator of Rue Betty, a brand focusing on talking kindly to yourself and motivating your mental health. This podcast is available on multiple platforms, including YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others. Please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to be informed as new episodes become available. Also, be sure to rate and review the podcast on your favorite platform to let us know what you think of the podcast and how you like it, what stood out to you the most, and what are you doing because of it. Be sure to check out our website at foodexperienceunplugged.com for some resources as you begin your health journey. Ruth Holquist, welcome to Food Experience Unplugged. Hi, Michelle. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, we are so happy to have you, Ruth, as the creator of Rue Betty brand of products and perhaps services about, and today we're talking about self-kindness and how that correlates with mental health and things that you can do to improve self-kindness. So we're sure happy to have you on the show today to talk more about that. Thanks for having me. To get started, will you introduce yourself and tell us why Rubetti and what brought you to this point in your life and in your career? Uh, So um, I uh, have been a yoga teacher for very long time about 10 years 10 plus years something like that and um about six years ago I had a little bit of a breakdown um my mental health I'd always thought had been fine and I had been managing it with medication and the medication just wasn't really working for me and I had a bit of a breakdown um and everything was going completely wrong you know life marriage the whole works and it was a case of, right, I need to do something about this. So I did a lot of therapy on myself. Uh, I did a lot of therapy with my husband. And we came to a point where I was off medication and I was fine. But it all came to a head of really, well, where was that? Where was it all coming from? And I kind of realized that it was, I wasn't talking kindly to myself and I wasn't loving me. And um, I used a cartoon as part of my therapy with um, a mindfulness coach I used my drawing to kind of talk to me and say the things that I couldn't say to myself and it came to the point where it wasn't I wasn't talking kindly to me I was being unkind there was no love in my words so that's where Rubetti was born and Rubetti is kind of the inside of me (laughs) she's the person you know how you have the devil angel thing She's kind of the nicer side. <laughs> She's the one who's going to go, there, there, you know, you're doing all right. Um, she says the nice thing. She's a little sarcastic, but then so am I. <laughs> um, but Rue Betty is my name. I'm Ruth Elizabeth, so that's what the Rue Betty stands for. Uh, and basically, I wanted to start a brand, and I spoke to my husband about it. I said, right, I want to do this. And he's like, really? And I said, yes, Just I just want to have a go. So a couple of years ago, we started the brand. And it's only really since lockdown that I have really gone for it because I had to put my yoga teaching on hold, uh, classes on hold. And so I spent most of the summer and autumn speaking to suppliers, getting stuff done and really kind of worked hard to get it up and running. 
we've still got, still got a long way to go. I mean, there's so many ideas. It's just unreal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's where we're at at the moment. We've got some products up on the website. And basically, we want Rue Betty to say, how can you manage your mental health? These are the things, the products and the ideas that will get you that we have tried and work. So, for instance, the yoga, going to the gym. We know that works. I know that works. Keeping a healthy body, healthy mind works. Meditation works. Um, that's a, a future thing. We've got a few ideas of where that's going. Um, and the yoga itself, we'll have some video next year. That's that's that idea. Uh, and then some of the products with the T-shirts, the contrast your mood T-shirts. We know that wearing bright colours can lift your spirits, make you feel different. There's colour therapy involved in that as well. And just the logo in itself, the speech bubble and heart, it's there to remind you, talk kindly to you, love you, be your best friend. And yeah, that's where that comes from. Wow, that is amazing. I love just just a simple drawing that you were trying to help with your own mental health, bring your own calmness and kindness to yourself has really just taken off with your brand and with with wanting to help people to to find that peace and to find that yeah. self-kindness. I love that. Yeah, it's um it's it's hard. I I'm not going to lie. I've been to some pretty dark places. Um, but you know, there's therapy out there and there's therapy you can do yourself every day, even if you don't pay for someone to help you. And that was really what I want my brand to show that you, you know, you don't have to pay for massive therapist bills. It's there if you need to. Um, mm -hmm. and obviously medication is there if you need to, but there are other ways to support yourself that you can do. Sure. So, so do you feel that Rubetti and the, your emphasis on self-kindness, has it helped your own? your own mental health a lot uh, uh, yes I mean I'm no it's not I'm not perfection I'm not cured there is no, I don't I mean we I've talked about this to uh, therapist friends and other therapists and I say I'm not cured and they say but were you broken and so you know no mm -hmm. I wasn't broken I see it as a as a journey a kind of that's where I was on and along that way I got a bit caught up in this world and I put a load of pressures on myself and a little bit of expectations that basically I couldn't meet and I don't mm. think anybody could have met them I was I was really wanting to be this almost Stepford wife-esque you know <laughs> kind of robotic <laughs> in my my abilities um clean house food on the table perfect face good body you know ate well had a, a <laughs> lovely perfect house the whole work and yeah, I've only met a few people who can do that. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> only a few. <laughs> sure. Oh, but self kindness is obviously a huge start and a huge beginning to oh, that yeah. whole process. Totally. Right. Now, it's what keeps me going because there are days when I'm not doing that. So it, that is what that's the message I give myself. Sure. Take a step backwards. You're doing all right. Yeah. It's a harder thing. Now, what exactly do we mean by self-kindness? A lot of times people, you know, they've got, you know, you have self-care, you've got self-kindness, you've got a whole bunch. But what specifically do you mean in this in this context? So I think of self-kindness as allowing, partly allowing yourself to be, 
you are who you are and you like the things you like and <laughs> you don't like the things you don't like and it's understanding yourself and loving yourself for everything that you are just as you are um mm. being kind about how you're trying to do things and that's the word trying and the more you try the harder things become and I think you have to be kind to yourself by saying look look how far I've got look what I have done look what I have achieved and that's fine where I'm at and that's fine who I am I don't have to be her I don't have to be him I don't have to be different or I don't have to be the same more to the point I don't have to be the same I can be what I am and that's fine and I can sit as I am and be okay with that and that was part of the therapy was to understand who I was um, because I, I kind of got confused I was trying to be all these other people you know the perfect housewife the, <laughs> the gym fanatic the I don't know what else the chef <laughs> all the other things <laughs> I was trying to be and when I kind of went yeah but I don't really like cooking those sort of foods and I don't want to go to the gym five days a week. I only want to go a couple of times. And I, maybe I only want to do it half an hour a day. And I want to do meditation, but I don't want to sit up at four o'clock in the morning. That's not who I am. I can't get up at four. Um, and I started giving myself the, well, it's okay to do it your way. Um, especially my morning routine. That, that always used to bug me. That always used to bug me. People saying, get up, you know, do your meditation, do your yoga. And there was me as a yoga teacher going, I can't get up at five o'clock. And that seems, I don't want to get up at four o'clock more, more to the point. I actually uh, enjoy that time in bed. So <laughs> the moment I let myself off and I went, right, your morning routine is you get up about seven, maybe half or six, might be six. Depends what time you wake up and your eyes open. Go downstairs, make up a tea and I go back to bed for half an hour. I literally just sit there and I scroll through my phone. I might read a bit of the news look a bit of my Facebook, play Candy Crush. That's my bit of a nemesis thing, Candy Crush. <laughs> but I do that and then I'm ready to start my day because I've done the bit that I want to do that works for me. Okay. And that's that's the most important thing. That's kindness, saying what's working for me and what do I need to do. Okay. Wow. So basically you're kind of stepping back from expectations that maybe others have or some mm -hmm. kind of trying to live up to some other image and really creating your own routine and your own morning yeah. ritual. Yeah. It's being, it's being brave enough to say, what are, the, what are the things I like and what are the things I don't like? And why am I liking those things? And yeah, we've all got to do some things that we don't particularly like doing. There are always going to be those little bits on our list that we do have to do that we don't like doing. But it's making it work better for you. But then the more you take into take into reason what you do like doing and making everything work what you do like, those things that you don't like doing, they won't feel such a hard task to do. And, and you will have a lot more um, self-belief and you'll have a lot more self-love because of that. Mm. Because you're not constantly battering down the door. You're not constantly doing all the things you hate. And therefore, <laughs> it's not ever feeling like the task that it is all the time sure. that makes sense sure it, it does now what what role do you feel that self-kindness plays in mental health I feel when I was at my when I was at my worst um bear in mind I I um 
I was diagnosed bipolar about um, eight years ago. Um, and I was on lots of different medications. And they work for a little bit and then they don't work. And then you go on higher doses and they work for a bit and then they don't work. And, and I was trying to find this fix and this this magic tablet that was suddenly going to make me feel better all the time. Um, it was the more so the understanding about emotions. And that's what came out of the eight week mindfulness course that I attended was that being emotional, not a bad thing. <laughs> Having emotions is not awful. You can be angry, you can be sad, you can cry. Uh, okay, crying all the time might might be a bit of a, a, a signal that you have got a problem. But you can have a day where you feel a bit meh and you don't want to do anything, and that's okay. And the more times I tap into that, the more times I take, like you say, take a step back and go, okay, how do you feel? What do you want? What do you want to do now? what do you think the next move should be? And I ask me, myself, <laughs> rather than what I think everyone else thinks I should be doing. Sure. I feel better. Okay. So, you, so you're able to kind of really evaluate how you're doing a little bit more yeah. through that self-kindness. Yeah, through that, looking at yourself objectively, really like, like turning the spotlight on yourself, but being kind from a friendship point of view, like your own best friend, almost saying, well, if I was talking to, if I came to myself with my problems and that was a different person, what would I say to them? You wouldn't be saying those words that you say to yourself. You wouldn't tell yourself that you're being useless or pathetic or rubbish. You would say, you know, you're doing okay. Just have a little day off today. Maybe sit down on the sofa, pour yourself a nice cup of tea, wrap a blanket around yourself watch trash tv and, and that's okay have one of those days because you need one of those days and then tomorrow you'll feel better and then you'll pick yourself up and you'll do all the things you need to do or would like to do and it's the baby step thing you know that's been around for years the baby step advice and I think that goes for it you know we can't all run a marathon tomorrow because <laughs> <God, laughs> at a time <laughs> no definitely not so, well, do you have any, in addition to your own story, of mm -hmm. course, do you have any success stories about maybe people you've worked with or associated with who have improved their mental health through that self-kindness and really turned things around for themselves? Uh, yeah, I've had, I have had a few. Um, I don't normally do one-to-ones um, as I, I teach like group yoga. But I have had a few people come to me and just over the lockdown or just before lockdown, I should say, I, I have no idea where I am with time or anything at the moment. It's just all blurred into one. I can't remember if I saw her. I think it was just at the first lockdown eased and she was having some issues with her daughter. And I met her for a coffee. And I said, and, and this lady I've never met before. She literally emailed me and said, I, I need to have a chat. And I said, fine, we'll have a chat. Um, and she was saying about her daughter and she was worried about her and she's been diagnosed autistic. What does she do and how does she manage it? And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, if you put down all of my symptoms, I kind of fall into that spectrum. But I think, you know, a lot of other people do. I don't know. I said to her, if she put down all her things, would she fall on the spectrum? And therefore, did we need to label it? Because if we label it, does it make it a bit scary for you? I am how old is your daughter she was 15 and I said maybe you should talk to your daughter and say what would she like to do 
how would she like to manage her autism? Bearing in mind the you know constraints that we have to go to school at the moment, or maybe you want her to go to school because it works better for you. She has to understand some of what you need her to do, but if you listen to her for a bit, that will help. But equally, I told her to look at herself first and to do the kind things for herself. You know, what's she missing in her life? Does she need to go out for a cup of coffee with a friend more often? Does she need to just be in a quiet room for half an hour before she starts her day? You know, there were small things she could place in in her life that were not hard to do and were inexpensive or free. Um, you didn't, you know, you don't need to go and pay someone. What can you do that's going to help you out? Mm-hmm. list three things that are going to change how you feel about something and do those things first so if it's getting a cleaner okay that's not free but maybe asking other people to take on chores for you help with loading the dishwasher perhaps doing a bit of the laundry for yourself maybe saying once a week husband can you cook the dinner it's the small changes that you make so that your life doesn't become so overwhelming and I felt when she was talking to me that she was very overwhelmed because of her daughter's diagnosis, because of the challenges her daughter was having. And I said, go backwards, look at yourself, do what you can for you. And she messaged me about a week or so ago and she said everything was feeling a bit, a bit better and a bit more under control, shall we say, even though we don't <laughs> ultimately have control, that, that would be hard. And she was feeling better. And uh, other clients I've had in the past, I found mostly that they were not meditating and that every time they were feeling rushed or stressed out, it was because they weren't taking that five or 10 minutes just to calm themselves down, look at life objectively, less trying to control it and allowing it to just be. And the more we do that, the the more we're able to feel freer in ourselves. Mm. That's how how it feels anyway from an inside point of view it feels freer the less you try to control it Mm. okay well and I love that example because not only was the um the daughter her condition addressed then that she herself the the woman who came to you first that she was able to use that that self-kindness as well to kind of resolve that whole dilemma of how to how to help her daughter I think we're very much, or as I say, you know, if I've, I've put myself down and, and looked at all the autistic review, and yeah, I could place myself into that label, but I, um, I didn't, I didn't realize when I got really into the eight week mindfulness course and really had a look at myself, I'd already put so many things already in place to keep mm-hmm. myself calm, but I was forgetting all of those things because I was trying to be what everyone else was saying you should do. And it was always the time when you sit with yourself and really listen to what you want to do and then write that down. That really helped. It helped me. And, and I said that to this lady, just write down what it is you're trying to achieve. What do you want? And why do you want it like that? Because it doesn't need to be that particular way. And the more we listen to how, how we need to do things. So for instance, she was saying that her daughter just kept coming in and she would want to go up to her room. And, and I just said, and, and that's a bad thing. Why is that a bad thing? And she was like, oh. And I said, she just needs time to decompress before she goes on to the next task. We all need days like that. We're just like, keep away from me. Don't talk. And, and then we have to verbalize that. So nobody's a mind reader here. 
if you don't say to your family members, when I come in from work or when I come back from school or whatever it is, I just need 10 minutes when nobody talks to me so that I can get in and take my coat off and make myself a cup of tea. And then when I'm sat on that sofa, that's when you can start talking to me. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to tell people, that's what I need. Just that 10 minutes before you start talking. Because sometimes you feel like everyone's coming at you and, and then you feel overwhelmed. And then that comes out as anger or upset or stress. And then later on, you kind of dwell on it about how awful you've been. And you haven't been awful. You just haven't managed you. So once you manage you, everybody else is managed. And once they manage themselves, everybody else is managed. So it's just teaching people to manage themselves in their own circle before you kind of go out and help other people. Does that make sense? The whole mm. putting your life jacket on. yes it sounds like it's it's almost like a group effort too self-kindness is is a group effort it is within a family unit I think you all have to address what it is that you're trying to achieve individually what you're trying to achieve as a family and sometimes it's just because you're not all on the same page you all want the same thing I mean everybody wants the same thing You want to all have a happy family life and you want to all do lovely things together. But sometimes you try to do it too much and the other person's saying, well, I'm okay with doing stuff together, but maybe every other week or, you know, every other day. I don't want to do it every day. And so unless you're all on the same page saying the same thing, you're not going to achieve this feeling. And that only comes with communication. If you're not communicating. And again, it's the kindness that you're saying to yourself, don't try to verbally attack the other person for wanting different things and wanting different ideas. Talking kindly means starting with yourself and then you can talk kindly to the next person and then hopefully they will talk kindly back to you and then you get this kindness that kind of ripples out. Mm. Otherwise, you're just kind of against a brick wall. So remember Mm. kindly, how would you like to be spoke to kindly? How would they like to be spoke to? And it's not always perfect, but it's having that time when you come back you reflect and you say, okay, maybe I didn't handle that too well and I shouted a bit. And then you can go back to the person and say, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have shouted. I wasn't making myself clear. I don't think you were understanding what I was trying to say. And mm-hmm. I said, there's no, I'm not perfect. Our family life doesn't not have any arguments. Believe me, there are arguments still. There are still, um, shall we just say, loud expressions of self. <laughs> come out do you want to call it that but there's still arguments but it's how you manage that on from there and say it's because I'm not being heard and is that because I'm just shouting maybe if I take a step back start again say this is what I'm wanting but you've got to be prepared for the other person to say what they want to so we you know it's a two-way street here you can't just all say I I I you have to think of what does the other person want okay that's wonderful. Now, for people just starting out with self-kindness and just kind of meeting that point, what are some steps that people can take to really, if they want to improve their mental health or improve that, that situation, what are some steps that people can take to, to really get started? I think the first step is taking at least, I'd say five minutes. I mean, in an ideal world, you take 20 minutes. 20 30 minutes but start with you know two three minutes um five minutes and just take that time to sit quietly 
And that's med- and that's all meditation is. Meditation is sitting quietly, <laughs> having time to allow everything to happen around you and to see what that brings up. If it's bringing up emotions that are really strong and you're trying to kick back from them, listen to those and write, write that emotion down that you're feeling, and then you have time to explore that. Why am I feeling like that? You know, why am I feeling angry about that today? Why am I feeling sad about that today? There'll be a reason behind it. And that's what I found first. Step one was just giving myself five minutes. If emotions came up, asking myself, why are you having that emotion? And that was my next step. Ask the question, why am I having that? And be prepared for the real answer. Be prepared that the real answer is might not be what you want to hear. Might not be what you want to hear. And once you're prepared to hear your own truth, what you really, really want, and what you really, really don't want, you're able to then work on that. And that's where the, you know, your daily meditations of daily five minutes of just sitting down with that cup of tea, just allowing yourself to say, okay, how do I feel today? And the more you do that, the less likely you are to get complete outbursts of emotion that then spirals out of control and either comes down into depression. So then your mental health deteriorates. Or maybe it becomes reactive and your mental health deteriorates because you're reacting to your mental health. Therefore, you're taking, you know, you're drinking excessively, you're spending excessively, you're reacting excessively. And that will then make your mental health bad. Mm. Um, And that's my experience of it anyway. Um, I know there are lots of mental health conditions out there. Um, And this isn't a one size fits all because there isn't. Everybody has to find what works for them. And this, and what I've done might work for you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing with it. It's I've you know, I've tried so many therapies, but they all came down to meditation. They all came down to having five minutes, sit with yourself, listen to yourself, understand what you want and what you don't want, and be prepared to listen to the real hard facts. Because they come up eventually. You know, you can skim <laughs> through all the surface stuff. And uh, yeah, but the uh, the real hard stuff that might have got you where you are today and is going to come out eventually. Uh, that might need some therapy. You might need like a real professional to help you. With those <laughs> ones. There are certain you know um, traumas that happen that do require kind of real expertise. And I wouldn't be afraid to face them because once you face them, you will realize how strong a person you are. And that that day is like kind of the ah moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm just freaking amazing! But you don't get that for so long, and then all of a sudden, when you realise these little events that happened made me the person I am today, and I'm doing all right. Well done, me. Pat on the back, kind of thing. But it took me years to get to there. I mean, years. So some people do it in a couple of weeks. Some people take forever, but it's the work we do. Okay, the work we do. Absolutely. Wow, I love that. Just kind of those small, small but powerful steps mm-hmm. of self kindness to really reflect on you know who you are, what you want. That that's that's really amazing. And you've you yourself have come a long way, and that the people that you serve have are coming a long way as well. I think a lot of people expect kind of magic wand 
you kind of yeah they kind of expect like instant change or a complete magic wand approach that you'll wave this magic wand and all of a sudden I'm going to be fixed and cured the first thing is to remember that you're not broken in the first place mm-hmm. and the second thing to remember is it, it takes as long as it takes and give yourself the time you need we're not expecting you to be some kind of you know guru who's suddenly all peaceful and serene this is real life as long as you're feeling more serene than you are stressed then everything's okay it's when it's flipped and you're feeling more stressed than serene that you've got to kind of take some action and and that's the part of the five minutes a day thing let yourself see how you do it okay now, how do you feel that Rubetti, that your whole your whole brand, your your purpose with that? How do you feel that that is, I don't know, infusing self kindness or helping people to to use that self kindness to to help their mental health and to help those around them? So obviously, I mean, we're just starting out, um, and I have so many plans, so many plans, but. Um, the the idea is to allow yourself to know that emotions are okay for one having a crappy day and screaming your head off it's all right if you if you needed to do that and then you've kind of sorted it out and it's okay if you if you are having i don't know a couple of glasses of wine and some pizza and that's dinner today you know so what you know I'm doing what I wanted to do and the more I do what I want to do the less I'm likely to abuse that and it become a problem so you know it works for diets and things like that if if you constantly try to diet (laughs) I don't know about you but I end up eating cake by the end of the week whereas if I just ate the piece of cake in the first place feel better about that and less likely to repeat offend so there's the idea is in the future is where I have some fitness videos up on there so that people can tap in and do some fitness. Um, in the future, we're looking at doing a podcast um, with some guests on and hopefully some people who can talk about their experiences with mental health. As I say, no one size fits all. And that's what we have to remember is, is there isn't one answer. You can try it. And if it doesn't work for you, that's okay. Next. Try something different. <laughs> Because you can't expect them, everybody, to be the same. We're not all the same. And it's okay to be different. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Yeah, the speech, the the logo in itself is a, is a, a reminder, as I say. It's that logo says to everybody, talk kindly. Just be kind. It's not hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everybody has their own little rubbish day and their own little thing behind them. If someone's shouting at you, you know, don't shout back, just be kind. Just say, okay, you don't know what happened five minutes before they shouted at you. <laughs> and the more we do that, the less likely we are to shout because we're having a little bit more compassion and self-love and self-care. Sure, absolutely. Now, as we wrap up, um, what are there any words of advice or uh, areas where a focus that you want to emphasize in in self-kindness as people are turning to self-kindness with regard to any you know services or products or things meditation things that they like to do what what words of advice would you give to somebody so um yeah meditation does work it really does 
Um, what I found did not work was listening to voices that I didn't like. Um, I tried to do meditation in the early days, and I'm a te- you know I'm a yoga teacher. You should be able to do this stuff. Um, and I was finding all the time I tried to crowbar meditation into my life, like I say, trying to get up at a ridiculous time in the morning and make it work for me, and it wasn't. That was kind of one area. And the other area, yeah, was listening to voices that I could listen to. So you might have to trail through a few YouTube videos and listen to a few before you go, oh, I like what that person's saying or how they say it. Because all these meditation teachers, they were wanting the same thing. They just have a different way of saying it. And once you find the one that works for you, then it's really easy. But it takes a while (laughs) to Mm -hmm. find the one that works for you. As I said, an accent was important to me. I found there were certain accents, they just jarred slightly and I couldn't get past the accent to listen to what the person was saying. So once I found someone I enjoyed their way of saying it, it was easy. Um, Once I found um, routines that worked for me, again, you know, if five o'clock in the morning is not your go-to time, then having meditation at three o'clock or two o'clock in the afternoon was completely fine. Um, And making routines that work for you and fit around your day and are special to you um trying not to make a big deal out of anything you know if you missed your meditation or if you missed doing something it's okay you can do that tomorrow you can do it later um and setting up really simple self-care um really really simple self-care when did you last sit down just because you wanted to and have a cup of tea when was the last time you sat down and just put a blanket around you and just sat there for a bit um we're so good at doing that especially you know mums and anybody who's caring for individuals um you know we're so good at caring for other people we're so good at putting the blanket on someone else when they're cold or making sure they've got something to eat or you know going to get someone's cup of tea for them but when was the last time you did that for you and so that was important just taking that five minutes for you having the meditations that you could listen to that work for you and placing your timeline of your day exclusively for you you know try lots of different things there's so many resources out there so many people saying do this do that um try not to do them all on the same day (laughs) (laughs) you know try one for a good week or so and then go no I don't like it I'm going to do something different you know don't expect don't expect it all to be perfect once you've found this thing um I think I was always trying to find the answer for a very long time as I say the answer to the mystical question of how do I feel amazing and the answer is uh actually do nothing (laughs) do nothing (laughs) the answer because once you do nothing, it gives you the space to find that you don't actually need to do anything. <laughs> You're okay the way you are. Um, sure. It, yeah, it, that was a massive thing as well for me. Okay. Do nothing. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, Ruth, how can people get in contact with you? So, uh, yeah, if you want to find me, um, I'm on Instagram um, on rue underscore betty uh, or you can just visit my website ruebetty.com and there's all the media social media links on there or email links if you want to just ask me a question um, i can direct you to a person that may be able to help you or i can 
offer a small piece of advice. Um, I'm no expert, believe me. I am a self, um, a self-educated kind of. I read a lot of the internet. I talk to lots of therapists along the way that I've spoken to, but they all resulted in pretty much the same advice, which was the meditation. So I can direct you through to some people that I think are good at meditations um, that I like. But again, you know, it's up to you. You, you might not like the same person I do, and that's okay. So, you know, it's no offence taken. But yeah, the website, rubetti.com, um, that can help you. And it's got some links to um, some advice I've written from my point of view uh, to, to help yourself, some self-help advice on there as well. Okay. And also some blog posts of when it's all gone horribly wrong or what, I, what, I've, done, what I've done to kind of pick myself up again. Um, we can't we there is no such thing as perfection so never never strive for that never okay well well we will include all of that in the show notes and they have the resources that they can go to for for advice or you also have a, a line of products that you that you do yeah, to so focus I've on self-kindness got uh, my t-shirts and sweatshirts that are just a constant reminder to talk kindly you know mm-hmm. i'm wearing one today actually uh, uh, if you kind of look at that self and know that that's what that logo is doing, mm-hmm. so you remind when you put it on. I, I I really I built the um sweatshirts around because when I was very young I had a sweater that I would never take off and I just mm-hmm. always wear. It was my go-to sweater to make myself feel amazing, and it was this bright pink sweater, mm-hmm. and I think it just made me feel good. So, you know, wearing something that makes you feel good is always a is a, always a first step. Uh, we've got some yoga and gym bags because going to the gym, going to yoga, it really, really does help. And again, you know, don't stop at the first yoga experience. Don't stop at your first gym experience, especially if it didn't meet your expectations. Um, there are lots of yoga teachers out there. There are lots of gyms. There are lots of fitness classes. There's lots of online stuff for free on your TV or on um, YouTube you know, don't don't measure the whole of the fitness industry by your first video that you watched and didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go, go to another one and have a go and, and see sure. what that one looks like. Because okay. uh, there is a teacher for everybody. I promise you there is a teacher for everybody. Okay. Well, wonderful. Well, Ruth, it's been a pleasure to really understand self-kindness and really understand steps to, to go forward and things that things that can inspire you with meditation and with your your products and 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 really your your focus on self kindness. I mean that's that's huge, and we sure appreciate all that you're doing with that. As I say, there's the big things to come. It's just a, a, I can't do it all tomorrow, <laughs> so I have to talk <laughs> kindly. I, I there are days when I have beat myself up about how little I have done, and then I go, no, it's just one of you kind of it will happen when it happens and <laughs> that's where we're at but uh, yeah I I would love to do it all tomorrow I would love to have everything just so but I have to remind myself that I'm human and it will take the time <laughs> <to> take. <laughs> absolutely so, I hope that everybody finds that that moment when they find that realization I really do that's what my my goal is to help everybody find the realization that they are all they need to be okay wonderful thank you ruth